show. Welcome to the show. What does that mean? Uh, well, you got me thinking. We were talking about earlier. You got me thinking about 300-pound gorillas. Oh, right? Yeah. And uh, the thing is, you don't have a lot of margin for error. Whether, no, you just you just do not. Yeah, you, um, just, you really need to be aware of your surroundings, procedures, you know, things like that. Yeah, and uh, something you uh, shouldn't ignore either. Um, I think. You, you, well, not only should you not ignore it, you need to just you need to be aware of it. I think. It definitely. Demands your attention. Demands your attention. Um, is that what that phrase means? It's the 300-pound gorilla in the living room. Uh, no, I think you're thinking of the elephant in the room. Oh, elephant. Um, yeah, the elephant in the room is the uh, the subject uh, that everyone would prefer to talk about and get out of the way, but, you know. Nobody wants social, to. Social convention, you know, what have you. It's like, you know, how do you address something so huge? You well, know, where does a 300-pound gorilla come in? I think that's a Jeffrey Epstein thing. Like a, <laughs> I a, hope not. That, uh, oh my God, that's that's funny. Oh, Trump's Trump's plan to take down Epstein comes to fruition. You know? What? That was the that was the whole point of QAnon, right? It was that Trump was going undercover in the Epstein? Oh campaign. yeah, yeah, right. You're right. You're right. So, so now finally the trap is is sprung. He's lost the election. Uh, is leaving office in disgrace, and now the trap is is set. The deep day uh, one. No, no, this is all part of the the plan. To, uh, oh, it's part of the plan take down, to take down the <laughs> Illuminati. This is all part of it. Um, well, it doesn't make sense when you look right at it. You got to wait till it. You, know <laughs> you got to wait till it sure doesn't. <laughs> but that's the proof. <laughs> once it once it's over, then you'll be like, oh my god, an idiot could have devised this. But you know, right now. <laughs> You know, we don't have the benefit of, of being as smart as us in the future. We just um, have to... uh, uh, speaking of idiots uh, taking charge of this, have you uh, have you seen the the last ditch lawsuit uh, attempt on the part of uh, of Republicans to upend the election? What was this one? The Pence can can. Can kick out the electors? Is that the one you're talking about, or is there something? That's exactly uh, Looney Texas Republican uh, Representative Louie Gohmert. Um, yeah, and he advanced the legal theory, and I use that term loosely, um, mm-hmm. that a candidate can decide the election for himself. That's very loose. It's definitely That's pretty loose. Framers had intent. Yeah, he's uh, he's claiming the Twelfth Amendment is authorizes it. I think the Twenty Fifth Amendment is in play. <laughs> for him, anyway. I, I, and it, it, it's another Texas Republican. What? Where are they passing out law degrees? And and Gomert is a lawyer and a former judge, and he advances the idea that the founders would uh, authorize that a candidate could decide his own election. I mean, that that even outdoes the absurdity of the, the former Texas lawsuit saying that Texas could decide which states could, uh, you know, which states' uh, election results they could pick. Well, Texas always kind of wanted to be its own country anyway. So, you know, and I think I think they probably earned it. Well, I, I wonder what, you know, when people came you before know. this judge, 
before he was elected to write laws as a legislator in Congress? Um, what? How did they fare with that kind of jurisprudence? I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's it's just preposterous. It's kind of hard to tell Texas that they can't do something. You know, it's pretty. You know, you, you got to kind of. You know, it's like an angry dog that's in the neighborhood. You just got. Well, they did elect Trump. Oh yeah, it was closer. It was closer than people thought, though. It was pretty close. Yeah. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Austin was damn near like a hundred percent for Biden. You know, no, but it's funny the Pence thing because you know under under these guidelines, like you know Biden could have just selected. You know what I mean? They could have <laughs> right and in two thousand Hillary. Sure. Well, whoever she wanted, you know, whoever they wanted. You know. Pretty much in every election since seventeen eighty nine. Um except those uh, except those elections apparently um well, no, in every election. Uh in this case he's a candidate. Sometimes the uh the vice president isn't a, a candidate, you know, in the election, but um the idea is just too ridiculous. We try to make ourselves in we try to make ourselves in God's image. Is that the deal, right? So we try to we try to pretend we're God in so many situations, you know. But uh, <laughs> really? but it's always it's always the Old Testament punishment. The Old Testament, God. yeah. God, yeah. It's jealous never, God, never the, the wrathful God. It's wrathful, jealous. It's punitive. You know, it's you vengeful. Know, it's, I'm doing I'm doing vengeful. I'm doing God's revenge. I'm doing God's <laughs> work here. But uh, it's never the God of like redemption, second chances, turning the other charity. You know what I mean? Charity, that, that love. One, that one, yeah, that one seems to be a little bit more challenging for some reason. Uh, I guess that's not as fun a God to play, I suppose. Uh, uh, if you're of a certain stripe yourself, look, I'm going. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to hold these Republicans to task for this seditious behavior because I, I think there's an asterisk by all of this and that it's a, re- yeah. it's a really weird it's a really weird time you know uh, it's a really weird it's a volatile time pandemic and, the whole deal you okay yeah. pandemic but how does that give you a pass on preposterous legal theories not a pass but just it's a weird time I think everybody kind of for 2020 you know, I think people can be excused if their thinking isn't 100% solid right now. It's a very stressful time. So what what would what would be preposterous in 2018 might not seem preposterous right now. You see what I'm saying? Well, I I, I see what you're saying. I don't think I'm buying it though. I'm not saying a free pass. I mean, obviously we want to make sure that this can't happen every single election. So you do some little things to enhance that. You know. Maybe you string a couple people up, but nothing. One serious. state can decide the election results for other states. No, no, they can't. And, but how much do you want? A to candidate can decide for himself. You know who no, wins the election. No. But how much? It's nuts. I mean, it's that's. I mean, it's nuts. It's yeah. bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. How much do? You, how much would you like to punish these people for this? You know, for 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 daring to ask. <laughs> Well, okay, so it's a, it's a, it's not, it's, it's more than a frivolous lawsuit. I don't like the state wielding power against individuals because they dare to overstep the bounds of. You see what I'm saying? I don't like that mechanism being developed. I kind of get it. I kind of get that, but I don't think that one, this guy should be able to write laws. 
um, or argue jurisprudence in, in a court of law. He should not be a lawyer. Disbarment but might with, be, and that doesn't have to be the state. That's the state bar. But do you want the bar to be this active mechanism that comes in and roots out lawyers and tries to, you know what I'm saying, in the wrong Absolutely, hand? Absolutely, 100% yes. Because well, I'm just saying, well, the law means nothing otherwise. Yeah, but that's what we have. What's wrong with the, the judges already said, look, hey, these are bogus, get out of here. So the, the law worked. The law did what it's supposed to do. So I don't think the law was weakened by the fact that they were able to stand there and make the argument and to go after them afterwards. Well, this bar you make a good whatever. point. You make a good point. What was yeah, weakened I'm saying it could is, be totally appropriate. It could be appropriate. What was weakened is Republican have. credibility, and so I, I, you know, I go along so that, that far that with you. That damage has already been done. Then that's already yeah. been, that punishment's already meted out, and and we'll see how severe it is. You know, by how long it it colors it. But but in terms of disbarring the like kind of this acts of sedition and these type of things, I mean, let's let's go easy a little bit here because you know, in the hands of a, of a real fascist government, that's a dangerous weapon. So I don't think we should we should just use it this time because it because we think it, it fits. You see what I'm saying? It's slippery slope. You know what I mean? Um, only to a little degree, but. Um Good what? government should barely work, in my opinion. It should barely function. That's I get that. I get that. But this is a legislator. He's a lawyer and a former judge. And he, and he trots out this absolutely preposterous, absurd um, legal theory that, um, see, as president of the Senate is, is what he's basing this on. The vice president can decide uh, what electoral votes to count and which not to count. Right. It's absurd. It's in and it's an affront. <laughs> well, especially with pens on the ticket. Like not like what So what? if you know so if if yeah. if uh Joe Blow down at the bar advanced such a theory, you'd say, Yeah, you're crazy. But this is a lawyer and a legislator, a man who writes laws. I think that disqualifies him right there when he advances such a crazy legal theory. He should be kicked out. He should be censured by his um, his uh, uh, colleagues in the House of Representatives and kicked out, I'd say. Okay, no dining in the House of Representatives uh six months. <laughs> for two months. <laughs> All right, two months. That's more for, yeah, six months. You're doing the whole... Yeah, yeah. You go through two chefs in that time. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's it's a tough deal when you you know go after the former administration, particularly when we've got a Republican Party that we have right now that's just um, seems so bent on. Getting power and keeping power at all costs, and yeah, then I don't think it's the time to, to get a better hammer in the hands of people in power right now. This is not the right time to, for a better well, hammer. That is the slippery slope that you mentioned earlier, and that's 
I mean, I think they're done. I don't think there's a huge risk here. I think the Republican Party is done as a, as a, as a force. I think that's over with. But, but at the same time, I don't know. I wish yeah, I, there, is, there is a nightmare. Wish. There's a nightmare scenario here where the, the liberal left, the progressive left breaks off and all of a sudden the Republican Party is the party again. You see what I'm saying? Right. Progressives. We uh, that? Yeah. So at least progressives and centrist Democrats seem to have cobbled together a coalition. Um, Unlike what's going on in the Republicans, there's the Trump Republicans, and then there's the centrist Republicans, and they're they're um, they're at odds. Yeah, but here's the here the overarching thing. There is the fact the common enemy. Uh, syndrome, which is, you know, GOP and Trumpists might be, MAGAs might be against each other at this moment. It certainly appears that way. It certainly looks like it's a risk that can't be solved. But to go after Democrats, I think they'll both stand next to each other. Difference is, you split the Democratic Party into a progressive left party. A lot of those people have already proved that they're willing to not stand with centrist Democrats. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, yeah, more yeah. Likely, no, no. They're, they're more likely to coalesce into a third party uh, vote, and all of a sudden now the Republicans have a decided majority. I mean, maybe not in particular Senate or House races, but in a general, for sure. It's dangerous. You could end up with Trump in 2024. <laughs> so, actually, <laughs> I think that's an impossibility. I honestly do. Even with the broad support. Because he's going to be 75 million. Even with the broad support that he's got. Yeah. I mean, 74 million voted for him, but um, the hardcore support is less than that. Um, uh, You know, a lot of that, um, a lot of that Republican vote is a vote against socialist Democrats. Socialism. In fact, that's the way uh, Purdue and Loeffler are campaigning in Georgia. They're the last bulwark against socialism. What did McConnell say that the 2000 was a was socialism for the rich? <laughs> yeah, what the what I what <laughs> makes no sense? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, McConnell's so great. Like he's been in office for 36 years in Kentucky, right? Right. As a, as a senator, 36 years. They're they're like 44th in education. Yeah, forty third in economic development. There well, is a, he's the not there for the people of Kentucky. Well, apparently they haven't figured that out. Yeah, he's there for the oligarchy. Yeah. I think he's there for people who own thoroughbred horses. <laughs> yeah, that's right, <laughs> right. But how does he come up with two thousand dollars? Is is welfare for the rich people? How does socialism? He, does, socialism for so, the rich. Yeah. So where does he come up with that? I mean. What are you talking he's about? Worth 40, he's worth forty-three million dollars. This guy. He's worth. He's forty-three million. I don't know what he did. No, he, he came thirty-six years, forty-three million. He's done pretty good. Yeah, right. He, his idea is that people that make up seventy-five grand a year are rich. First yeah, all. right. Uh, that's not true, and somehow giving them money is unbelievable. It's for him to make the statement. It's well, he, he, I, I agree that he is the ablest tactician for the one percent in in government right now. He's pulled off some stuff that really pretty amazing, uh, blocking Obama's Supreme Court pick, uh, you know, 
doing the brinksmanship on on shutting down the government several times. Um, he's a you got to get it to him. You know, he's done he's done stuff for the oligarchy. I think you could say no one has before. However, how does he come up with a statement like that when he's supposedly a pretty you know brilliant guy? Well, let's not forget that he can inflate his neck sacks to three times the size of his head as a defense mechanism. Is that right? As well. Uh, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't pose any material threat, but it is scary looking. Well, I think I have new new respect for him then. Uh, it's kept him alive. I wish I could do that. All these years. Yeah. He really is something. Really is something. There's some, uh, have you seen some, there's some little clip going around. It's on the Senate floor, and it's, Elijah Cummings uh, getting a you know congratulated for something and shaking the hands of everybody. And yeah. He, he shakes this he shakes this senator's hand and you only see the faces and it's McConnell and some other senator and he he shakes this senator's hand then shakes McConnell's hand then they look at each other and the look they give each other is is the, one of the most fucked up looks. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can tell there's a lot being said without being said with those looks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, how do we do this? How, how do we, you know, you always end up with the leadership you deserve ultimately. So, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I used to say that myself, but I'm not sure. <sighs> Whatever. Ball, ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. You familiar with that phrase? Ball don't lie? Ball don't lie? Ball don't lie. Uh, no, no, what's it mean? It's a sports terminology, and people use it in, bat- in sports where a ball is involved. And uh, usually what it means is divine justice is what it means, ultimately. Uh, it means that uh, if something doesn't go your way, and it, and it was supposed to, then you just wait, and the universe will make it right. Does that make sense? Oh, really? No. And it comes from it comes from basketball where a guy gets a foul called and he gets two free shots, but it wasn't a real foul, it was a bad call. Oh. what'll end up happening what'll end up happening is the guy will miss the shots. Even if he's a good free throw shooter, he'll miss them. Because the ball okay. doesn't lie. Oh really? Even if you unfairly got an advantage, it won't it won't help you. It it will not help you. The ball yeah. doesn't lie. The universe, there's orderliness in the universe, and everything bounces. It also means, conversely, that if, if you get a break that you shouldn't have got, you know what I mean? Careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. I mean? because, the universe, because the universe is coming for you. you know, yeah. Well, there's sense. orderliness. Things, things will balance out. Well, that's so how does it work? I guess the point of all this is how does this apply to McConnell? Like when does the ball start to tell the truth for him? Because it seems like 36 years, 40 yes. million, destroying the country. When does he get his comeuppance? Or is yeah. that just a story we is that just a story we tell ourselves? Yeah, I'm going with the, I'm going with the latter on that one. <sighs> Come on, tell me that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's math. You're looking for justice here in the universe. No, I'm just saying there's orderliness. Things erode, things build up, things there's systems at work. So why not something that well, balances like a it's volcano random. erupting? It's random. It's chaotic, but there are patterns. You believe in that chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil? That's it. Um. Yeah, neutral. I mean, and we. 
we certainly don't matter in the, the order of things. Nothing does. That's true. What's the point, then? Well, if that's all there is, uh, let's break out the booze and have a ball. Booze ball? Yeah, the ball don't lie. Ball don't lie, James. <laughs> yeah, pour me another. It really doesn't. Look, it does It does not lie. Ball does not lie. You know? I don't know. But there doesn't need to be a different... It could be you doing it. You, you are in some subconscious level realizing I didn't deserve, and therefore, you know, or conversely, somebody going, oh, I screwed this person over, and, you know, then sabotaging themselves subconsciously to, to, to make Oh, to, right. Right. to kind of punish themselves. Exactly. So the ball and, doesn't and, lie, but it, you don't, yeah. And so you've, you've headed off whatever some, um, Unexpected bad stuff that might happen in the future because you've brought it on yourself. In a way, you take charge, like, okay, I'll punish Here we go. And then you figure even if you shortchanged and the universe owes you more, it, it, at least you got some of it out of the way, right? Huh. You know, it won't be as bad. You know. It just uh, doesn't work that way. I don't know. I just think, yeah, I feel like that's in a pile with religion and a bunch of other stuff that's used to make people punish themselves, basically, you know? Yeah, right. Um, right. Saw a picture of Joel Osteen with a little uh, message underneath that, hey, y'all get those checks yet? <laughs> <laughs> Licking his lips, probably. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. What uh, what are you doing? What did you do for New Year's? What did you do last? Well, um, oh, I was uh, was over at Cosmos uh, earlier in the evening, but I didn't wait till midnight. I came home earlier than that, back to Na- National City, and um, oh, I was watching something. I forget what, but um, wasn't a big deal. But I'm listening to Gunfire. I mean. Automatic weapons. I mean, at least semi-automatic. You know, uh, and huge explosions. You know, this was not fireworks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's fireworks going on, but you know, I'd, I'd see this huge. I'd hear this huge explosion. I'd look out the window, and here's this smoke rising. You know, a couple of blocks away. What the? Jesus, what was that? You know, Jesus Christ, Southern California, National City, National National City. But it's It's hey, it's over. Twenty twenty is over. Well, thank God everything's back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) We're saved. We're totally saved. (laughs) Uh, I I in California are completely full right now. Completely full. They're setting um, up triages in the USC parking lot. Yeah, so, that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah, right. Uh, and, uh, not good. And they still don't know what to make of the new strain, the variant, as it's being called. San Diego uh, and in Florida too. They've got they got the new strain. Well, there's like four of them here in 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 uh, in San Diego. So they figure they're all over the place. It's just those are the ones, and none of them. None of the four knew each other or yeah, had any contact. 2.0. Yeah. 
They already so, update. So there's other people out there that have it. So uh, we're all dead, basically. <laughs> at this point. No, 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 no. What they think that the vaccine works just as well on the variant as it indications are that it does. Um, they're not, you know, it's it's early yet to, so they don't really know. But they think there's no reason to think that it that it wouldn't. Um, and and I haven't heard a real good description of how it transmits easier more easily. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I mean, it, it, that's what they're saying it does, but I haven't heard or uh, read a good uh, description of the mechanism that by which it does that. Um, it's angrier. It's just angrier. <laughs> right? It latches on easier or something. I don't know. It grabs. This one rains on the just and the unjust. as a as a as a tool of as a tool of punishment it seems rather inefficient actually Um, yeah right well there is that um the voting in in uh georgia is looking interesting there's three million early votes cast which already and this is you know this is Several days before the end of the election, um, previous record in a runoff election was two million votes cast. We have three million and, early votes, right? And that's just the early votes. So here comes the fraud. I can already hear this coming. Um, well, so they and the early votes they are they don't they haven't counted them yet, but they're coming from districts and counties and areas that are mostly Democrat. So it's it looks like the Democrats are voting early. Um, but they're not going to vote. They're not going to count them until the day of, so we don't really know. However, um, the Republicans will probably vote more on Election Day itself. Hmm. However, the polls tend to favor the Democrats at this point. Do you mean do you mean do you mean Polish people? <laughs> I'm talking about uh let's see, is what is it, real po- real politic, um which combines all of the polls and they know, give but when you spell politic with a K it scares me. Yeah, that's that's the magic politic. Yeah, that's that scares me. Um but yeah, real politic, uh, which combines all the polls, gives um, gives uh, the Democrats a, a, an advantage. Um, let's see, one point eight for uh, Warnock, and let's see, the other guy, point eight for Ossoff advantage. However, um, the betting market predict gives Republicans a 65% chance of staying in. So 65% odds uh, this this betting market um, gives to Republicans. It's good that you can wager on stuff like that. It makes it more fun. Right? <laughs> I mean, not on the line already, just the future of the country, literally. So, um, how would somebody 
vote the way McConnell wants you to vote after he basically said you can't have two grand. Seriously. Yeah, right. Like who who's gonna go in and go, okay, let me let me vote for that party? Like you nobody would really do that, right? Well, some rich people. Yeah, but there can't possibly be enough rich people. And then there's those people who don't want welfare, don't want socialism, and then are you know, are receiving food stamps and you know, Medicare and don't see those yeah, the middle class Republican that is is needs money at this moment could use two grand. Two grand would be real helpful. You know what I mean? More than yeah. six hundred for sure. And as how you could, pointed out, uh, yeah, as you pointed out the other day, um, six hundred probably won't get spent much. It'll go straight to the landlord. Uh, but two grand, yes, you could go down to Best Buy. If, um, I heard one person saying that that would be a frivolous use of it. Like this, they don't need to go to Best Buy, yes, the economy needs those people to go to Best Buy. Maybe Joe Blow doesn't need, you know, um, another iPhone. However, um, Apple does. <laughs> the economy needs it. And this is what they're not getting. Um, well, your local restaurants are in, in dire need, you know. Your local drinking establishments, your, your well, local of course. Cleaner, your local, your little family-owned mom and pops all over your little city, wherever it is, need they need your dollars. They need you to buy gift cards. They need you to, you know, you know what I mean. The government's not well, going to keep them afloat. We got that. That that's true. Of course, bars and restaurants are kind of dependent on another thing happening: herd immunity. Okay, well, Tony says we're not going to have that until September, and so yeah, you know we got to we got to we got to try to for once let's do better than Fauci says we'll probably do. Well, so the government's got to help these small businesses, especially bars and restaurants. That's going to happen. That's going to happen one way or the other uh, at the end of January, beginning of February. Yeah, I think so. And hopefully, Mitch McConnell is not the majority leader anymore. Hopefully. You see your community suffering. You see the the need, and you know that voting Republican on this on this particular day is going to ruin that for five years. It's just going to get worse for the next five years. Yeah. How could you How could you go in and do that? Uh, well, so there's ten million people in you know in Georgia population. Um. And I think there's, you know, something like 5 million registered voters, um, 3 million of them all already voted. Uh, God, we'll see, huh? We'll see. What they're saying is, let's see, I've got a quote here. It's uh, Loeffler. Um, she said, we are the firewall to stopping socialism, and we have to hold the line. And a lot of Republicans go for that. They're stopping socialism. Which they don't have the slide. They, oh, well, one, one, yeah, one woman said, she's 62-year-old, uh, Melinda Weeks, um, who lives in Gwinnett County, 
I don't want to see our country become the Chinese Communist Party. So unpack that sentence. Well, a lot happening there. You know, I mean, if that's the kind of logic you're up against, you know, asking what kind of people would not want, you know, stimulus check, well, there you go. Well, I think um, it's easier to go, okay, maybe my inclination is like, oh, these people are morons. Somebody that thinks that would be a moron. But yeah. You know what I mean? But then I realized that doesn't get that doesn't get either of us down the road any, any further. So, That's so, correct. You know, I think some people cognitive dissonance, right? Like you, you tend to exclude information that doesn't jive with your opinion, right? And you tend to overvalue information that does, kind of thing. <laughs> you know. Um, and admittedly, the economy is kind of complicated. But there's some broad overview type stuff that's not complicated at all. And one is that we put money in at the bottom end of the economy with wages and and some welfare safety net. Then it stimulates the whole economy. The GDP rises. Businesses do better. Republicans do better. Um, But yet they don't know that. And how is that? I, I, all you got to do is look at history. Um, Republicans um, mishandle the economy. Democrats come in and repair it. That's exactly the way it's worked pretty much my whole life, actually, uh, at least since Nixon. The economy works better under Democrats. Well, it goes through areas of inflation and deregulation and no taxation, and then it goes into areas of stimulation and higher taxes and more spending, and you know, and and it's the fluctuation between those creates this this wonderful upward movement that we love. Well, the interesting part of that is, though, if you look at government spending through Democrat and Republican administrations, it doesn't go down. It generally goes. Um, and it goes, I mean, it w- went up dramatically under Reagan. It went up dramatically under a Trump government spending. So this is, you know, this is the party of austerity. And, you know, it's just, that's a lie. That is a lie. They have to know it. Um, if what they were saying is true, then government spending would go down under Republican administrations. It doesn't. And quite often it goes up. So is that. Word to the sky. <laughs> yeah, right? Tarkus. Flying too close to the sun. Just like the, the mighty Tarkus. So Republicans, so Trump Republicans and other Republicans, which is now, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell, he's an other. He's shoot, not a Trump Republican shoot me, anymore. Shoot me, in, shoot me in the in the face, in the, right in the fucking, right in the face. Get me. <laughs> Stop on, that. Right on the street. Right Stop on the street that. in front of the house. <laughs> you know that'll never happen. I can't watch this anymore. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't. I can't wait till the. It's just when know, it's about to turn better. Yeah. What if it doesn't? It, 
Well, there's, there's, okay, so Republicans are Republicans, and they're, toxic Republicans are not just going to magically disappear. Yeah, what happens if they don't win those seats? Who, the Republicans? No, the Democrats in Georgia. Oh, well, so it'll, McConnell can do his dirty work, and it'll be gridlock to some degree. And not much. Uh, however, I think we could get. Um, I, I think we could get enough enough uh, Republicans on board for this two thousand dollars. That that probably will happen. Hmm. And it should be two thousand dollars a month yeah, until the thing's over. Until September, until Fauci says so. Yeah. Yeah. And not because people are hurting, people are hurting, but not because of that, so much as the whole country needs it. Right. Our system is failing. I saw somebody posting, uh, my son is a landlord and blah, 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 and you know, you know, this, this moratorium that they just passed in New York is going to ruin his, his life and da, 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 da. And then somebody posted, well, why doesn't he get a real job? That's <laughs> 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 <So> like, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. and that's a, that's a perfectly valid point. Capital gains is your money working for you. It's not you working for you. Um, you could do that. What except, if, uh, except in the economy that gave everybody houses. houses. What I mean, there's so many empty houses, right? There's enough empty houses for everybody. I read that one time that there's enough empty houses that uh, house the homeless population of the country. I don't know. We should do something. Like I don't know. I mean, you got to give people something, something tangible. Not six hundred bucks. Yeah, I you know in the colonial period, which people look back, oh, people had to rely on themselves in those days. Um, there was a hospital in Philadelphia in 1750 that was free if you couldn't pay, hmm. and the local government and community members um, supported that hospital. That you, if you could pay, then you paid. But if you uh, if you couldn't pay, it was free. So the Big Mac, the Big Macs in Sweden are seventeen cents more than they are here. So <laughs> that's a very salient point. I mean, you know, somehow those people, yeah, they don't pay that much more. No, they really don't. You know. And particularly when you consider that they don't have to pay health care. Someone was like, "Oh, uh, Medicare for all might add six thousand uh, dollars to your to your taxes." But really? Because my deductible's ten thousand. Right. So, <laughs> well, well, so it kind of sounds like that's going to end up being cheaper anyway, even if something anyway. happens. Right. You know? And if your income's under four hundred thousand dollars, it's not going to raise it that much. Um, well, let's say anything at all. So. But no one's talking about the the bill that Trump signed in to raise taxes on people under seventy five thousand every two years for the next five years. Are you familiar with that? Starting in twenty twenty one. 
Um, yes, what is he raised, his name? He raised, he raised, yes, he raised income taxes at interval years starting in 2021 on lower and middle class tax brackets. Your tax so that's, that's the 2017 tax bill, right? Oh yeah. Okay, it was in there? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, tucked uh, in there. Uh, starting sure. the year Tuck after in. he his office. Yeah. Oh. Uh, talking about that. I think I do remember reading that now. Um, yeah. Didn't get a lot of uh, attention. Yeah. No. Yeah, the whole house was burning. There wasn't really time to pay attention to the fact that he turned the thermostat up to 96. You know what I mean? So when that bill comes... <clears throat> yeah, this is not good. 2021's not good. 2023's not good. 2025's not good. That's when this we really got to get Georgia. <laughs> What's the whole deal? And yeah, and they're afraid of the Chinese Communist Party down there. So I mean, they can fix all of that. He can, he can do it in his first hundred days. He can fix all of that. I mean, his wrist is going to be tired. You know, with those. With those two Senate seats. Two Senate seats. That's it. The whole future. The whole future comes down to people in Georgia on January 5th. It's up to you, Georgia. Yeah. It's up to you, Georgia. Georgia. (laughs) Georgia on my mind. (laughs) Georgia. (laughs) It's a rainy night in Georgia. (laughs) Is that a song? Is that the same song? <laughs> I, I, I think it's another Georgia song. I think that Devil went down to Georgia. I knew that one. He's looking yeah. for a soul to steal. And he went to Georgia. See, he knew where to go to get soul. <laughs> yeah. As I recall, he lost that battle. Yeah, right. It's true. <laughs> Even though, if you listen to the song, I think you can make the argument that the Devil's solo is better. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I, yeah it was pretty. You know, honestly, it yeah. was pretty cacophonious. I kind of liked it. It was bad. It was badass. It was, it was yeah, a band of demons joined in. Right. Nasty. Real nasty. Real nasty. Uh, Johnny. Uh, yeah. Johnny did a good job, but I mean, it was kind of you know <laughs> pedantic and uh, pedestrian, really. You really uh, and yeah, kind of down home. It was good, but it wasn't. Yeah. Good. Right. <laughs> I get it. But, he, went through the court, he went through the chord progression. I get that. It's a fun thing. So, <laughs> you know, technically, technically, it's very sound and well done. Technically, very sound. Done. But the Absolutely. devil was, was awesome. Maybe he's like coming from <laughs> you know left field and Ooh, uh, fucking nasty. That was a that right? was an old rocket rod car in red glare. <laughs> oh man, that was racing with the devil on a Spanish highway. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oof. Oh, I just well. feel like a car in the dirt, a car in the dirt, you know. Just oh, well, we went off on this one, but it's not making me feel better about Georgia, I, I don't think. Hmm. Anyway, they got to do it. Well, yeah, fingers crossed. Polls look good. The gamblers, they don't, that doesn't do mean, look good. Do you, I'm sorry, do, do you mean Polish people? Is that what you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about 300-pound gorillas. Ah, the 300-pound elephant in the room. Isn't that about a two-ton or two-ton elephant? I think like four tons, four thousand pounds or something. No, no that's a two-ton, two-ton gorilla. <laughs> 
two-ton gorilla. Oh wait, yeah, gorillas are they're pretty heavy. They're like they're like a little terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> Sheer strength. A gorilla will tear you to shreds. You know what I mean? Hey, a chimpanzee will tear you to shreds. Uh, one of those monkeys that's small with uh, big sharp teeth, also. Oh, oh yeah. right. What a baboon! Right. A baboon or a baboon-like monkey. Uh-huh. There's all kind of animals that can destroy humans. Humans are just, you know. You know, a while back they found they found a a, a woman uh, buried. Well, actually, it was a warrior. Um, and they say it was a warrior because they're buried with shields and spears and other accoutrements of, you know, warrior accoutrements. And so they thought it was a male. Well, they, they did, um, some people were beginning to think, though, wait a minute, this, you know, just because of the bones, this looks like a female. Then they finally did, uh, the DNA. Sure enough, female. And so, um, they're, Finding in the archaeological record evidence for a lot more female warriors, and they're not sure. Well, this was in um, sure. Uh, seems like it was somewhere in the Middle East. Um, I forget now, but um, hmm. the fact that. And then, so what they're trying to figure out is is the prevalence of female warriors. Were there these matriarchal societies that were run by female, you know, wielding spears and all that, or were these just oh, you know the more the more um, uh, warrior like women in you know that were you know part of the men warriors as well? Uh, but oh, there's a lot more of that going on than previously had been known. So, Xena. Yeah. Yeah, she was about seven feet tall. <laughs> right. Well, if I remember right, the, the skeleton was large. Lucy Lawless. <laughs> well, yeah, that's who plays Xena, right? You ever watch that show? Yeah, that's who plays Xena, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, you, yeah. You ever watched that show? Oh, uh, I know, I never did. You ever watched Sword and Fantasy? American? Yeah, not so, uh, not so. You ever much. watched Greatest American Hero? You ever watched that show? Uh, that, that's a comedy, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, it was a TV show. Uh, yeah, so I never uh, saw. And so, a regular guy finds Superman-style costume. Uh, which gives him superpowers, but he can't really control them or the costume that well, so he flies, but then he crashes a lot into buildings and stuff. Oh, really? So he's kind of ham-fisted, like if some idiot all of a sudden had the Superman powers and then tried to, you know what I mean? That's the premise. Really good. Okay. American Hero? No? Never? No, I never saw that. And I, about, I'm uh, not a fan of the of the genre, superhero genre. Um, Knight Rider. You ever watch Knight Rider? The car has the power. Yeah, the car was the su- the car was the superhero. In Knight yeah. Knight. Uh, yeah. I like the way the car would talk to him. I 
I, I didn't sure. see that many of that. It was a Hasselhoff, all right? David Hasselhoff. Okay. Yeah. So I may have seen a little bit of that. Um, the only really superhero movie that I – or superpowers movie that I had much regard for was um, Chronic, Chronicle. Chronicles of Riddick? No, it's just called Chronicles. Um, these uh, what is that? three or four guys, these four guys stumble upon this this uh, hole in the ground, and they go in there, and they get you know radiated or something, and they come out. They slowly begin to discover. Wait a minute, we got changed when we were in there. We got some powers now. We have got telekinesis. We've got you know. They slowly wait. We can fly. You know, kind of. Th- and so. The the movie is about the wonderment of the powers that they're discovering that they have, whereas in most superhero movies, that's just given. That's unremarkable. Superman, he's you know he's he make the world go the other direction. You know he's he's he really can. Yeah, it's so it's just taken as given. I and totally unexciting to me. Uh, oh, hmm. well, well. And I think that excitement was part of the original when they, you know, the first comic book, Superman comic book comes out, the guy that could lift a car and he's chasing bank robbers. Um, that was kind of cool because of the power itself. Now it, that's just given. Okay. Well, have you ever seen Hancock with Will Smith? Yes. Okay, Hancock is pretty cool because he's a superhero with a drinking problem who's basically in prison. Yeah. Uh, okay, I like that so much one. Damage, and he's and you realize he's only in prison because he, he's allowing himself to be in prison. Like he, he yeah, right. Out if he wanted to, but sure. You know, he's he's just drunk, and so then they come and hey, we need your help because he's punish me. Go ahead. Well. That's how, yeah, he's real depressed. And he's just, yeah. Just drunk and in prison the whole time. Yeah, good movie. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I remember liking that one. <laughs> Anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah. Shoot me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's the first of the year. I mean, we, it's a new year. I think it's time to switch gears, get positive, get ready for good things that are coming. And plenty of reason to think that at least some good things are coming. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, even if even if we don't get you know the Senate, we've got the smart people back in the room. They're not going to make the huge mistakes that the Trump administration made in um, Iraq, Iran, um, in you know with China and the trade war and. You know, just any number, just, well, children at the border, um, just any number, this entire list, shopping list of huge blunders that this administration has made because uh, they're stupid. They're stupid. I can't sugarcoat that. They're stupid. Well, you know, uh, and then, you, of course, you got the uh, vaccines and the defeating of the horrible coronavirus. Uh, both yeah, so that, that and, looks positive. Yeah. Hey, and really, happening there. so that, that vaccine could have been, never happened. Uh-huh. We might not have got it, but we got it. 
well, we got it now, and, you know, uh, we can just not tamper with it and get it out there, and that's a good thing. Hey, it was entirely possible that they never would have come up with a vaccine. They're working on it, they're working on it, and they don't find it. But they did. They did. They, a couple they of did find it, and that's very hopeful. And so we're going to defeat this thing, and our lives are going to get back to just being wonderful, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the whole idea, the whole idea of stimulating the economy has currency that I've never seen it have before. And I think that's going to carry the day, even if we don't get the Senate. So good luck to everybody in Georgia. (laughs) Yes, Georgians. Good luck to us all. I'm counting on you, Georgia. We are. Be on my mind. We're, <laughs> We're depending on you. Depending on you, Georgia. Well, and it looks like they're doing a pretty good job. As a matter of fact, um, Biden won. Um, it wasn't so clear in the Senate elections that nobody did get 50%. Um, Warnock did get ahead in his, but... Um, Ossoff was really pretty far behind the other two Republicans. Um, I mean, he, he's, he was he was behind one Republican and ahead of the other Republican, but those two together are Republican votes, and he was way behind that. So, um, he sounds good, though, right? And if, no, 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 I'm not saying that at all. What what I uh, over to me. What I'm pointing out though is uh, already amongst um, the black community in Georgia, um, there's a, a higher perc- there's a higher turnout already in this runoff than there was in the general. Georgia, which is to say, those are probably uh, a percentage of Democrat votes. Georgia. So it's pure speculation. It's so close. You're always on my mind. <laughs> Georgia. Wait, that's a different that's a different song. All right. Good morning. It's good morning. sleepy. Good morning. Sleepy is it? Good morning already? It certainly is. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I, 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 the dolphin strain. Ah, I do love the dolphin yeah. strain. It's true, though. Oh, my goodness. Nicey-nice Good morning. Playing us Good. out. And, yeah. Uh, our last show, it, it, it went out almost all the way to the end, actually. Because we yammered on. Very, very... Well, it's uh, from their very, very popular and very hard-to-find uh, album, uh, Asterix and Obelisks. Uh, look for that. And... Um, it's not so hard to find. Love, of course, we really enjoy Blue Diamond Almond. <laughs> <laughs> love those especially Blue Diamond new, Almonds. Love them, especially the new Bold Flavors, Intense Snacking uh, from the Habanero Barbecue flavor. And they put actual uh, smoke on them, too. They taste smoky, and what a delicious thing <laughs> that is. So, uh, Blue Diamond Almond. And, uh, <laughs> James, thank you so much. Uh, you've been listening to all you, uh, fascists on your favorite, uh, internet radio, uh, purveyor. You are. You're mine. Uh, 
and please, please write us all, all you fascists at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite flavor uh, of almond. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you, Dave. Thank you, James. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you.